0: What is up, everybody? My name is Tommy Shelby. Uh, this is here is Ryan Robinson. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to the Save, Continue podcast. Sinead could not make it, but she will be here for the next episode. Uh-huh.
1: So Let's chill to the next episode.
0: That's right. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we haven't really discussed what we want to talk about this episode, Ryan. No, but we didn't. I have a I have a good idea though. Okay. But first, let's let's get into what have you been playing.
1: Okay. So before we uh, before we got on mic, I was talking to you about how much time I've been spending with Spider Man. Yeah. And Insomniac's uh, hit PlayStation exclusive Spider Man, and uh, it took me a little bit to really dig into that game, but I like that game a heck of a whole lot.
0: Yeah, I really loved that game uh, when I first played it.
1: Uh, have you cooled on it since?
0: No, I still like it quite a bit. It's extremely fun. I do think the game has a couple of issues, but I like it a lot. I just think that probably my only problem with that game is that the side quests get very repetitive after a while. You're doing a lot of the same thing.
1: Yeah. 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 So I really am not, I think one thing I'm really not into is uh, Harry Osborne's. Uh, research station thing
0: right 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 i'm
1: just not into it It, like it just seems so weird and like um because i just did one last night where he wanted me to help him with maintaining the in like a cellular network infrastructure
0: oh yeah i remember all those
1: yeah and it just felt like so strange to me like and not in like a particularly fun way
0: there's some i really thought were pretty inventive yeah but like the ta- have you done any of the Taskmaster stuff? So I was yet? just gonna
1: I'm just gonna mention Taskmaster. So first of all yeah. this rendition this this representation of Taskmaster is very cool. Yeah. I think he's really neat. Um and I fought him and lost. Sure. But it was it's really neat. Like he's uh the way he's kinda like he's like, I'm just watching you and learning your moves and it's really it's a really studied all your moves. Yeah, Sonia. Uh it's he's a it's that's a really cool like side quest and there's but there are so many side quests like you have Taskmaster you got Black Cat uh what else you got Harry's stuff
0: I still want to I still need to play so I platinum the main game still need to play City That Never Sleeps yeah. I know that goes a bit deeper into Black Cat at least one of the episodes yeah uh so I'll get back to that eventually
1: yeah so I'm I'm look, uh, so I'm basically the whole thing with Black Cat for you guys who haven't played it is like she she's leaving like little she leaves. She leaves. <laughs> <laughs> she's leaving these little kitty cats around for Spider-Man to find, like, and presumably in places that she's burglarizing. Yeah, burgled. Yeah, places that she's burgling. And um, I'm not sure where that's going yet. Like, I'm wondering if it's going to, if at some point it's going to go to, like, a confrontation with Black Cat. I don't know. But uh, it's fun, though, because I like I all that, all that stuff that's like, go here, look at that. Move on. I like that for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Like the black cat stuff, and then there's the landmarks. So like, take pictures of different landmarks. Uh, so it's all been really, it's all been uh, been really fun. And um, of course, also spending. I'm, you know, I'm playing still lots of Mortal Kombat. Why well, shouldn't say still? Because I took a I took a break right a while to focus on Tekken, um, which I'm still very much into. But like, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat. Looking forward to three days from now, Tom. Street Fighter Five Champion Edition.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize it was so soon.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, if I think like if you already own the base game, you can just already upgrade now. And uh, I'll have to take a
0: look because I've got most of that content already.
1: Yeah. Uh, Capcom. I don't know because I tried to find it elsewhere, cause, and it looks like they only put it on Steam for some reason. But they really, they put out a chart of like all the stuff that's coming in the Champion Edition. Yeah. Um. I'll take a look at that. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't find it on their website for some reason. Uh. But uh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited because I I plan on putting a lot of time into that. I already um, I've been playing I had played a lot of Bison before when I was playing that game heavily. You were
0: a good Bison, that's for sure.
1: Um, and I'm gonna continue with my Bison, but I'm also thinking about uh, labbing some Blanca. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs>
0: uh, but so you can annoy everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a cool guy. So, sure,
1: sure. Uh, what about you, Tom? What are you even up to?
0: Uh, I guess two games I want to talk about real quick. Okay. Uh, one of them, you, me, and our friend Sarah, along with our friends Jimmy and Eric, we streamed some Silent Hill 2. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun Fantastic to get game. to see you guys uh, see and play more of that game. Yeah. And we'll get back to that. If you guys want to catch up on that, we're doing it on Magical Girls Gaming on yeah. Twitch. Yeah,
1: that was a lot of fun. I, hadn't, yeah. I, hadn't, I, hadn't, I haven't touched that game since high school.
0: And the plan is we're going to continue on with it this next week, so... Yeah. um. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, Ryan, I discovered a 1993 beat-em-up that I'd never played that's fucking awesome. Okay. Hit me. It's called Night Slashers. You ever play this game? Describe it to me. It's from Data East. Okay. Uh, three playable characters. You can play up to three players at the same time. Okay. Uh, it's like a horror beat-em-up.
1: Oh, that sounds... So,
0: cool. like, you're fighting these zombies at the first level, what? and what? you're fighting these zombies... And the animation for 1993 from Data East, of all people, like, yo, it's night, so good.
1: Nine, early 90s beat-em-ups
0: were legit. But, like, so, like, the one of the first guys you, you're playing as is, like, this big, buff, blonde dude, right? But yeah. he's got, like, Jack's arms <laughs> for some reason. This game's called Night Slashers? Night Slashers, yeah. He's got Jack's arms, right? Mm-hmm. So you, like, do your punch, 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 right? Like yeah. in any other beat-em-up. But he ends the combo by oh, like
1: I know this game. Yeah, he
0: ends the combo by shooting the enemy in the head. Yeah. And like blood comes out yeah, and I intestines know, yes. come out and like it's so gory for that generation. Where are you where are you playing this? Uh it's on Switch. All right. Yeah. So we're
1: gonna play this we're gonna play that after the show and we're gonna wait for Sinead to get here.
0: Uh, only a couple of dollars. Yeah. And like they got a lot of Daddy's games under like the Johnny Turbo's arcade uh banner on Switch. Most of them are games you probably wouldn't want to play. (laughs) But this game is awesome. Yeah, You're fighting Frankensteins and Draculas and all sorts of shit. I love that. Uh, It's super fun. Super fun.
1: Uh, I've been... Man. So, lately, like every once in a while, I go on a hunt for... uh, Like, I would remember an arcade game from when I was a kid. And I'd be like, what was that game called? I would remember something about it, and then that would be my internet search. Yeah, And so... I, I don't know if I told you about my my search for what was actually a Chase HQ game, uh, but it took me forever to find it. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm on. I'm searching for another game. Uh, it's like some like dog. It's like some like uh, fighter jet dog fighting game. It's not Afterburner. Mm. It's like it's polygonal and it was in the arcade and um, I don't know. But uh, you move
0: in a 3D space or just forward? Ah, uh, shit. I can't remember. Okay.
1: Um. But, uh, yeah, so, like, but, like, those brawlers, those early 90s brawlers, man, like, some, like, those games all, I remember, all, the thing about those, about those games is, and I guess, like, it lends it to the art style, is, like, they always look exactly how you remember, they always move how you remember, yeah. and it's just so it's just cool. I, It
0: surprised me, not only because of when it was that I hadn't played it, and the content that's there, but it also surprised me that it was Data, Data, Data East, Yeah, because, like, other than bad dudes... And even Bad Dudes is just like, it's an okay game, sure. you know? Uh, but yeah, a lot of fun. Um, and you know what? I'll talk about this real quick too. So I finally got around to downloading the first three Doom games. Red. The most recent ports from uh, from Bethesda. Uh, one, The first two done by Nerve as they typically have been done. And the third done by, what the fuck is the name of that studio? Well, I don't remember the name of the studio. It's the same guys that ported over Wolfenstein and and 2016's Doom. They've been doing a lot of Switch ports. Anyway, they're available on all modern platforms, right? The games first come out. And actually, this will lead into my topic quite well. Uh, the games first come out, and everyone's shitting all over them, rightfully so, uh, because of DRM. Uh, because of the requirement to, to sign into uh the Doom Slayer's Club through like Bethesda Net or whatever it is, mm. like you couldn't play them offline initially on Switch. Mm. You know, uh, the that ports, bad. the aspect ratio wasn't correct. Mm. Uh, the sound wasn't correct. The lighting wasn't correct. They're sounding like bad
1: ports so far, Tom.
0: Yeah, all of that's been fixed. Okay, all of it. Good. And as, as a matter of fact, this is the first time that you can actually play uh, certain add-ons. Saw uh, you talk about Sigil. Yeah, off of off of PC. So yeah, I have played through Sigil. Uh, Sigil is extremely hard. Like yeah. I don't know how you can play that without God mode. It's very hard, but uh, fun. Um, anyways, these these games are a lot better now. What I kind of want to talk about, and like. I don't think these games really fit into it because I'm sure they're selling well yeah. because it's fucking Doom. Yeah. Uh, but what I want to talk about is games that kind of drew the short straw that are kind of getting, uh, sh- you know, shortchanged in a way. So what brought this on is last week, you and I were talking about, off, this, off the show, we were talking about, uh, I'd been playing Puzzle Quest, the new Puzzle Quest re- remaster of Puzzle Quest, right? Yeah. And I said... To you, that you know, Puzzle Quest was a huge fucking game when it came out. It was a big deal on DS, it was a big deal on Xbox 360 Arcade, you know, but like that was fucking a decade ago. And now, anytime you see a match three game, you think of fucking Candy Crush or Bejeweled or a more modern Puzzle Quest. And I think that that probably hurts the sales of this really good RPG. Absolutely. So, I kind of want to talk about. Instances like that where a game is good, but will probably suffer bad sales for one reason or another. Yeah.
1: Um, so I think part of that conversation was we mentioned uh, I brought up Apple Arcade uh, in that conversation because I think that there are a lot of games in Apple Arcade that. If if that platform didn't exist or something similar, I just don't think those games would have had a chance. Sure. Um like I, cause I, I look at games like, um, uh, uh, Grindstone. Yeah. Like, I just don't think that game would have had a chance because like it, it, it looks and plays like a free to play game.
0: Yeah. And the, the gate, you know, Grindstone's an interesting case because I do think that because it's developed by Cappy, that there are certain people, myself, I would have bought it because of that. Right. Yeah. There's a small Cappy audience that would buy it because it's made by them. Right. Uh, but I don't think it would be anywhere near as successful as it is, like like you're saying. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, Puzzle Quest Remaster is a fine remaster of a great yeah. game.
1: Yeah, but like the the the
0: this. But times have changed so much in the past decade.
1: Like the, the landscape now is that like. A puzzle game is a free to play game. It's right? going to be riddled with microtransactions and are filling up meters and, and all that.
0: Yeah, and there are more modern puzzle quests that are riddled with my mic- microtransactions, yeah. but uh this one is not one of those, you know. Um yeah, there's a lot of these games that, that come to mind. Uh most of the uh, not most of the Wii U ports, but a lot of the Wii U ports to Switch. Uh you know, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. I think that a lot of people look at that and they think about all the fucking new super Mario brothers games that have come out yeah. and how they're all kind of the same thing and recycled assets and all. And this is just a port from a last gen game. Yeah. Um, and like, it's a solid platformer, you know, it's kind of ugly. Yeah. But like it's, and I know that that game is sold well, but I think that it should probably sell better. You know, same thing with tropical freeze, uh, That game re-released on Switch at a full $60. And, like, that's not Retro's doing. That's Nintendo's doing, you know? Uh, And that's, in my opinion, one of the best 2D platformers ever made.
1: Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I I think that I I have to... I struggle sometimes to divorce myself from the thinking of uh, value versus cost. Right.
0: And... It, but most people don't. Yeah, you know,
1: and, and it, it's hard to because like, uh, Tropical Freeze is a fantastic game, but like, it's also a last gen game. Yeah, and I don't know something about like something always like feels weird about paying full price for a last gen game, and mm. like especially like if it's like,
0: but we don't think the same thing about buying an album that was recorded twenty years ago, dude. Listen, you know, we don't think the same thing about buying a Blu-ray for a I, movie that released. I, I understand what you're saying. 30 years ago.
1: I bought a Ghostface Killer album for yeah. $30. Yeah. The album came out 15 years ago. Exactly. I get it. Um, but at the same time, it's like.
0: So why should this be held to a different standard?
1: I think it's just because like when you have a conversation about other things like that. Yeah. You're talking about like collectability versus like, which is, I, which I don't think is like an issue where that's concerned. Cause I think that the price of those things is driven by how badly people want them or how sought after they are. Yeah. Whereas like when there are, a, I don't know how many keys are generated. I, I'm just going to throw out a huge number. When There are a bajillion keys that are generated. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not a collectability issue at that point. It's
0: still a finite thing though. Sure. Right. Those, those won't be up forever. Yeah. Physical copies will be gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've already seen uh 3d store or 3d, uh, uh, digital stores storefronts closed down yeah you know
1: yeah um so like i i I guess i i don't i don't really know about i i don't really know about like how uh how well because i because one one uh comparison that i keep that i that i was drawing a lot when i was playing spider-man was i kept thinking about batman um for like a few different reasons. Like I I feel like the anyway. So like <laughs> I that drew me back to when um when the the Middle Earth game, the first Middle Earth game came out,
0: Shadow of Mordor.
1: And I think that game did decent.
0: Yeah, it did quite think.
1: well. Uh and I have to wonder like but like you you remember how many comparisons that it got to the Arkham games.
0: Only in the combat, but yeah. yes.
1: And like I always wondered, like, how that game, like, if, because I don't, I don't know how much of the, because I know they're both, those are both WB games, I'm pretty sure. I believe so. And I I always wondered, like, how would, like, if Batman came out after that, and would Batman have sold any differently? Because they would be like, well, Batman's combat is aping off of, off of Middle Earth.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But ba- ba- Batman came out many years before that. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. But like, I'm just yeah, it's like, it's just a hypothetical thing. But like, I also think that like, then there's also things that like, I think that when we're talking about like games that come out first or like, like when you have like a big release that like, and there's another game that's like kind of similar to it, or there are other games that are like very similar to it. And like the landscape, the, the uh, landscape gets kind of muddled. Then I think that the one thing that you have to rely on is name, rec- name recognition. Yeah. Um, which sucks because like, then we go back to the puzzle fighter thing, where puzzle quest. No, the 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 puzzle fighter that came out like a year or so ago. Okay.
0: Oh, sure, sure. The mobile one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like, naturally, like people are gonna like people who have fond memories of puzzle fighter and who played lots of puzzle fighter, are like, oh hell yeah, puzzle fighter in my goddamn phone is gonna be great. And then, yeah, it's just not that you know. So like the 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 can also be true. Um. But I, I don't know, because I think, I also think that, like, I have a hard time with, like, like, when I when I was talking about how, like, I liked Arkham Origins more than I think other people did. Yeah. I think that in a lot of ways, I think that lot a lot of ways I have a hard time, like, uh, gauging the quality of things. Because I think that, like, I guess my mind, like, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't know, I don't know what I'm looking for in those well, things. Well, I think
0: origins is actually a good example of what we're talking about not that origins didn't sell well but at the time it was not as well respected some would say even now not as well respected because it wasn't made by rocksteady Mm -hmm. uh which is you know it sucks it's still it's still a good game you know at least from what i've heard it's still it's still a good game but even now when people bring up arkham when the arkham collection comes out there's no origins in there right like Yeah.
1: yeah and i also wonder like how Orges would have done if it was the first of those games.
0: Oh, right. It didn't, it would have been awesome. People yeah. would have loved it. Yeah.
1: Um, but then, of course, Revisionist history has changed how people are talking about that game anyway. So yeah. I guess the point is moot. But
0: um, I think Drill Dozer. I've played, been playing with Drill Dozer, so I borrowed today's Wii U. And all I've played on there is virtual console stuff. So Drill Dozer is an awesome Game Boy Advance uh, action platformer that actually reminds me a lot of Downwell. They play very, very differently. Uh, but it reminds me of Donwell in that one mechanic does many, many things. Yeah. Um, and it's from Game Freak, right? Pokemon guys. But it didn't sell very well. We'll probably never see a sequel. And I think the biggest reason for that is because it's a Game Boy Advance game that came out after the DS was already out. Yeah. You know?
1: It's funny that that's a Game Freak game that, uh, that you mentioned because I also remember thinking about Timba the Badass Elephant. Yeah.
0: And... Like that game looks lame. <laughs> I've never played it, but it looks real bad. Uh, I know you liked it.
1: I always, I just think of like if there are people who were like heard like, "Hey, Game Freak's making a new game," and then it turns out that it's not Pokemon, then like how many people? I don't
0: think it? it's that though, because like Harmonite sold very well. Yeah. did it sell as well as Pokemon? No, of course not. Sure, but I don't think they expected it to either. You know, yeah.
1: uh. But then there's like, but then like, and then I also think about games like um. I think about Lords of the Fallen, which I think for all intents and purposes is a pretty decent game. Oh,
0: the fake Dark Souls, right? That's what they call it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've actually never seen that in print. But Well, that's
0: why, right? That's why that game probably didn't do so well. Because that's what people called it. Yeah.
1: Like, well, and it's like, you know, because they I think, especially where video games are concerned, there's a, there's like a, uh, um, there's a line, right? Like there's there's a line between imitation and duplication. Right. And it's like, and it's a very, like where video games concerned, that line is very thin.
0: But see, that same company goes on to make the surge. And I think just because it looks different visually, like yeah. Lords of the Fallen looks different visually, sure. but like this but looks much like medieval, right. This looks like way better, yeah. different visually. Yeah. Uh, that that did even better. Yeah. Right? And I think that if, if, yeah.
1: if that, if that dev had done, uh, if that dev had done the surge first, then it wouldn't have even been a conversation, you know? Uh, but yeah. people still would have... Ultimately, people still called it sci-fi Dark Souls, which is fine, but, like... But
0: you should chug surge colas in that, like uh, Norman Reedus with the monsters in Death Stranding. Surge. like That should be your health. Surge? Yeah, instead of popping, like, blood vials, you're popping surge sodas.
1: I think it would be funny if, like, whenever... If you drink a surge... Yeah. Then like you would hear like the Sergio from the commercial and then a bunch of BTs would rush you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I think that, um, like, because I don't I, I don't know how, like what that game, because I don't know if that game's concept started before Dark Souls. Yeah. Maybe it didn't. But I think that if, I think Dark Souls definitely played a part in like shaping like, this is how, this this is a kind of action RPG that can be made and that people enjoy. And
0: I mean, who published that five Oh five?
1: I think so. I want, it's either them or city interactive. Mm. Um, who also I think is behind, um, fuck. I can't remember. It's, it's a, it's some other new souls like game that, but it's like guns instead of swords. And man, I can't remember what it's called. I played a little bit of it, but, um, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's going to bother me now, but, but that's the thing too, right? It's just like, all these games exist in the shadow of, like, a larger, more recognizable game. Kind of like how when, uh, like, in a post-GTA 3 world, every open-world crime game was a GTA clone.
0: Sure. But, like, I don't think that they all do. Like, I don't think... Like, New Super Mario Brothers certainly doesn't. Yeah. It's a fucking Mario game, yeah. you know? Uh, well, like, there, like... If anything, it exists in its own shadow, right? Old, but, yeah, like... Yeah, uh, yeah. Or e- even, even Drill Dozer, like... I don't think anybody gave a shit that it was Game Freak at the time. I think at that time, not a lot of people were really paying attention to developers. Yeah. Uh, You know, people just associated Pokemon with Nintendo. Sure, sure. But, like, yeah. I I mean, I do see what you're saying. Especially with, like, Lords of the Fallen and all that.
1: Well, it's just because, like, I just... I think that, like, when you talk about games getting the short straw, like, it's just, like... If you see, because I think it's really hard not to be derivative in some way. Yeah. Um. Given how much, given how much inspiration there is out there, it's really hard not to draw inspiration from something.
0: Sure. Um. Uh, I think the same could be said for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Like, don't get me wrong. It's very clear why that game didn't sell. You know, there is a lot of reasons why that game didn't sell. But underneath it is a very good game. Yeah. Well, think about you like, know?
1: if two and three didn't exist. Yeah. Then, like, what would people think of that game? Sure,
0: sure. I mean, it's the lack of X-Men. It's the fact that it looks ugly as shit, you, you know? But, yeah. like, it, it's it's the really bad story mode, all that. The demo that came out was really bad. But, like, playing the game, actually playing the game, like, that's a good game. More people should play that game. It's yeah. sad that game didn't have an Evo, you know?
1: Well, I think that's that goes along with, like, I think fighting games especially um, where... I think uh, it's fair to, um, gauge like to look at a game and be like, that doesn't look so good. I don't think I'm gonna play it because time is finite, right? But like at the same time, like you also can miss out on some really good things. That yeah, way.
0: and you see, you see things like uh, that really like butt heads with that, right? And like Under Night Inbirth. I don't think anybody looks at it night and say says, "Man, that's a beautiful game." Sure. You know, <laughs> like that's a very budget fighting game. Yeah, uh, like and that that is up until last year what what people would define as a poverty game. Yeah, you know, but those, that's the th- uh, But that's, it's very successful now. The
1: hard thing about the the hard thing about that genre specifically is that like those it, they're so like those like fighting games live and die by their mechanics, and I think that like people, I feel
0: like they live and die by their looks more than anything now.
1: Maybe, and I think that's probably true because, like that f- goes for the prevalence of like fatal blows and right and uh and fury dr- and like rage drives and things like that. yeah, just because, like, like, you got to make the game look flashy yeah. right. but like I
0: mean, fucking DbZ, right? Like not to talk shit about DbZ, but like, I wouldn't say that mechanically, that's much deeper than most of these other games,
1: well, yeah, it's, in fact, it's 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 le- just really cool to look at. It's like less deep than guilty gear. yeah, but at the same time, like, you know, you can, like, people will look at a DBZ fighting game and be like, hell yeah, that looks badass. Yeah. Whereas, like, someone will look at them's fighting herds and be like, no, that game looks dumb.
0: But what's funny is it hasn't been that way with Dragon Ball. Like, Budokai had been successful, right? But, like, not to the level of fighters, right? Uh, fighters, FighterZ, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> not not to that level of, of success because they were arena fighters. Nobody yeah. took them seriously. Still to this day, nobody takes them seriously. Yeah. For a good reason. But, like... They're not good. Yeah, you well... Know, I mean, I had fun when we played Budokai in high school. I had fun playing it, you know. Yeah. Uh, we
1: were younger and naive, and more naive then. Yeah, but
0: uh, yeah, there's just uh, as as I've been thinking about it throughout the week, there's just so many games I can list off that just they're good games, and just no one's buying them. And uh, obviously, these Nintendo games, people are buying them. Yeah, you know, for well, like, sure, people I, bought those that's games. A, such a weird thing about Nintendo but,
1: games, though, dude. Is this like I feel like people will buy even bad Nintendo games. Oh, they do. And like,
0: I mean, Amiibo festival sold like crazy, you know? Yeah, like, and it's such a weird yeah.
1: outlier because people like people will just buy bad Nintendo games. And whereas, you know, you, any, any other publisher, like that game has to have a really good goddamn advertising campaign. Well,
0: um, I mean, we say people will buy good bad Nintendo games, but mm-hmm. still show that that's not always true. Uh, Star Fox Zero didn't sell worth a shit. Now, obviously, a large part of that is not a lot of people into Wii U. Yeah. But I think that the reason that Nintendo can get away with that is because, like, 90% of the time, their games are pretty fucking good. Yeah. You know? (laughs) bastards. Yeah. But, like, uh, what is the Donkey Konga racing game? Like, that didn't sell well. Yeah. You know? But... But,
1: I I don't know. I, I also think that, like, there are so many... Because you, you brought up, you know, like, a a Mario game versus a newer Mario game. And this is, like, the only thing to compare Mario to is just more Mario. Whereas, like, it's, like, I don't know, battling with your own legacy is, like, different than, like, trying to set yourself apart from, like, a really big name release from, like, another developer.
0: Yeah, but I think that's more the case with Sega and the Sonic series than yeah. it is with Nintendo and the yeah. Mario series. Uh, I think like people were just sick of New Super Mario Brothers art style at that point, and the fact that yes, it is a lot of reused assets, it is a lot of reused stage ideas, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good game, and I I would say it's the best of those games, yeah. you know. So,
1: what are some other games that you felt kind of got the shaft because like because this it sounds, it sounds very much like a time and place kind of thing. What do you mean? Like, I think that like, I think. That a game comes out at the right time, then it's probably gonna get more attention than if it comes out like after some other stuff has happened before it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure. You're you're definitely right about that. Like I think about uh, Marble Blast Ultra, not Marble Blast Ultra, Marble It Up, right? Which is like a successor to the Marble Blast series and like marble rolling games in general. Sure. And like that definitely is a time and place thing because that is a great game. It's probably the best of that genre of games, sure. you know, uh, but like 2019, 2020, people probably aren't so interested in rolling a marble around. Yeah. I'm not so sure why that is. <laughs> like, I love it, but but it's just not, you know, it's not a, it ain't going to sell, you know? Yeah. And that sucks. I think that's sad. Uh, I think there's room for these kinds of games. There's just not the audience for them, apparently.
1: Well, I think that a lot of it has to do with, I think people are wrestling a lot with, like, we want more complicated games, but at, at the other times we want simpler games. And because, you know, like, I think even my, myself, like, like sometimes I want to play Elite Dangerous. Right. And other times I just, uh, some other times I just want to play a game where I'm just clicking, kicking bubbles or something.
0: You know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah.
1: hard to, like, figure out what I want on a, at a given time, like, because I could spend, like, six months playing a specific kind of game yeah, and then suddenly like another, you know, something else hits me and I just, I'm not into it. Yeah. So
0: I don't know. You have any, any examples you can think of?
1: Um, Honestly, I think that one of the
0: sin I, and punishment star successor.
1: So I don't know anything about sin and punishment except for what you've shown me.
0: So I think the biggest problem with Star Successor... Is that a shooter game? Yeah, yeah, it's a okay. rail shooter, right? It, it. I think the biggest problem with it is that the original Sin and Punishment for Nintendo 64 was never published here uh, until it came out on a virtual console. Yeah. So it was a Japan-only thing, right? So, like, when the Wii comes out with Star Successor, and they did a good job marketing it. I remember seeing those commercials on cable TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like nobody knew what the fuck it was the people look kind of weird like dark crystal people you know uh treasure is a name while, while for like the a very niche audience treasure is like a big fucking name to the mainstream treasure doesn't mean shit you know uh so i think that's definitely why that game didn't sell incredibly well but like holy shit is that a good game like you know, the, the, that's the kind of game that makes you say, I don't need Star Fox ever again. I don't need, you know, Kid Icarus Uprising ever again. You know, Give me more of that. Yeah. But.
1: You know, I find often, it's weird because I've gotten to the point where I listened to you talk about games that you're into enough. Yeah. That I'll just hear the title of a game and I'll just be like, that sounds like a game Tom likes. <laughs> like without knowing, anything, <laughs> no, without knowing anything about the game, I'm like, I bet Tom would like that game. Yeah. Uh. You know, and, but like you talk about games often that I have never heard of. Yeah. Uh like I'd never heard of Sin and Punishment like before you brought it up, you know. And you don't
0: remember the commercials though? No. No.
1: What like were they? It's just a lot of fast cuts of action going on. Okay. That I probably saw yeah. it. Um but uh yeah, you know, oh, you know what? I got one. So uh I guess I would be considered a twisted metal fan. <laughs> uh, I am not on board with everything that that they have done with that with that franchise, especially when they especially when Nine Eight Nine was developing those games. Ugh. but um, <laughs> you know, I've like One, Two, and uh, Black. Fa- I think are fantastic games, um, but you you remember you of course remember Vigilante 8 right yeah so I thought Vigilante I thought I don't know how I I wasn't paying attention to sales numbers back then because I was fucking 12 but uh like Vigilante 8 I thought was like a really cool game that was doing a really cool a lot of really cool shit in it yeah that Twisted Metal was not doing yeah um and because I think Twisted Metal like did Twisted Metal wanted to go more into like they were trying to, like... A lot of Switched battles wrapped up in, like, like supernatural shit. Sure. And, like, and, like, different people doing, like, magical shit with their cars or whatever. But I felt like *Vigilante 8 was cooler because, it like, it had... It was, like, more grounded in a lot of different ways. Um, like, you take a bad hit to, like, the front of your car, then your engine might stall out. Yeah, and you yeah, like yeah. start your car. And, you know... And, and it just, like, did, like, some... It did really cool things. But, like, at the same time, like, it's another one of those things where... It's another car combat game, but it's a car combat game that came out after Twisted Metal Two. Yeah, and so like people aren't as into it. Now, granted, that game got a sequel, right? Which is bad. But that that first game, though,
0: I'd say worse than that was Cell Damage. Oh, because it came out even later. It sold sold okay because of the cell shading, you know. But like, well, that
1: was what it had. What it had to set it apart, right? right. But Um, people
0: that like play that game really speak highly of it, you know. Um
1: those game, those people have probably not played another car combat game called WWF Crush Hour, <laughs> which is a car combat game starring... It's the, a good name. ...starring all, all pro wrestlers. <laughs> uh, But, yeah, like, I think that, like... Now, granted, I don't... I'm not going to sit here and say that I think Vigilante 8 would still be a prominent franchise if Twisted Metal never happened, because I, I really don't think that. But I think that... Yeah,
0: Twisted Metal is not yeah. right at this point. Yeah. But, um, uh... That despite, genre is pretty dead. Despite
1: David Jaffe's best efforts, yeah, that
0: game, um,
1: uh, Twisted Metal 2012 was a bad game. But, um, you know, I think that like it's another one of those things, right? Like where, uh, you know, you have that big like because I think Twisted Metal was was very much a PlayStation. Uh, it's it sold a lot of Playstations, I think. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, I don't think Twisted Metal's been on anything off of a PlayStation, right?
1: Uh, there's, like, a Windows version of Crystal Metal 1 out there.
0: Really? I thought that that was a uh, Sony-owned IP. I could be wrong. Uh,
1: there's a Windows version of some Crystal Metal. It's either one or two. I can't remember which. Yeah. Um, But then, like, but then it's so funny because, like, the inverse is true, right? Because there are games that, like, they had that initially, and but then they, like, established their own identity later on. Like, do you remember how Saints Row started out?
0: Uh, yeah, Saints Row 1 and 2, like, we're very much wanting to be the more uh, ghetto GTA clones. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, like, then... Urban?
1: Like, don't use that. <laughs> 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 but, uh, so, what? I think Saints Road like, they... Like, uh, starting out, like, they, they try to set themselves apart. Like, hey, like, make your own character. You yeah. know, uh, do, like, and then we'll, our missions will be... Because they were trying... What they were trying to... Because there was a point in time where, like, GTA was doing the thing where... It was trying to be satirical, but sometimes it would, will, it will like, it would veer into, like, the realm of cartoony a little bit, uh, whereas Saints Row was, like, trying to, like, do that, but, like, lean a little bit more into cartoony than GTA was, but they were still kind of parallel with each other. Yeah, they were. And But then, like, later on—
0: And GTA was just gen- generally better.
1: Yeah. And then later—and it wasn't until the third game that Saints Row established its own identity and, like, yep. really set itself apart because, like— there was a point where, like, I was like, "Why would I play?" Like, the only reason I'm playing Saints Row right now is because GTA Four isn't coming out for another two years, right? So, like, that, like, sometimes the inverse can be true, but like, it could have, it could have very easily, like, been the case where, like, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna stay the course, and we're just gonna try to be like the other, like, re- like semi-realistic open-world crime game, yeah. And then Saints Row would have fucking, it would have floundered, but like, luckily they established their own identity, and I think that's what you have to do. Um we trying to like release a game that that draws that draws obvious inspiration from a larger franchise. Yeah, but it's like it's even if you are doing that, it's still hard to get people to pay attention to you.
0: But what about the games that really don't draw inspiration from other franchises? That really kind of are their own thing. That yeah. are still find themselves in the same situation, right? Like, uh, I I don't know if we talked about this on your your episode, the revisionist history episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the Panzer Dragoon series as a whole has not sold incredibly well. Mm-mm. You know, and up and up until the original Xbox they kept making them. Mm. Um, we're now going to be getting this remaster of the first game. Cool. But uh you know, what's up with that? Like and now they're super sought after by collectors and stuff, but
1: which is weird because like uh Panzer Dragoon came out when when shoot 'em ups were still kind like not not terribly prevalent in yeah. the way that they had been before, but they were still there's still a lot of them, but even compared
0: to the others, there's nothing like Panther Dragoon yeah. in the way that the mechanics work. You know, yeah.
1: um, you know, and it's it's so strange because, like, I well, I think I think a lot of it had to do with Panther Dragoon getting its start on,
0: uh, mm. on a successful platform. Good call. Um, yeah, I'm sure you're right. That's a good point.
1: And like, and you know, there there were those of us who were fortunate enough to like get to like who fortunate enough to know about it so that we could play it, yeah, but like that was the the comparison of of us versus like however many other millions of people out there you know i don't I don't think that i I think Sega really 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 screwed that franchise, and and like granted, like they've done some really good work since <coughs> then, but you know i I think that if.
0: I mean no, you you're you're absolutely right. It starting on the Saturn definitely didn't help it. Yeah. And I never really considered that. I always think of like Orta because it was on the Xbox. Right. Which a lot of people owned an Xbox, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But
1: like at the same time, but like there were so many when people were buying uh, you know, when people were buying Xboxes, they were looking for different things than when people were buying Saturn's. Yeah because um, i think that uh, by that time people were looking for first person shooters and yeah and things like that and they weren't really looking for you know that kind of game anymore um
0: i mean crimson skies is still sold
1: yeah and that's another thing too though because like i man crimson skies was so like when i look back on crimson skies it's such an it's such a strange not strange but like it's a i feel like it's kind of an anomaly in some ways because like it's a it was a successful shoot 'em up that you know, a lot of people bought, but then at the same time, I look at all these other shooters that like that come and go. Yeah. Like even shooters from like established storied franchises that like people don't really pay that much attention to. Yeah. Like another Raiden can come out and like people won't pay attention to it.
0: Well another Raiden did come out. My point but exactly. Like, <laughs> I think the the biggest problem with the Raiden franchise is just price gouging, charging yeah. way too much for a game like that. Yeah. But
1: um you know, and I, I think that—I don't know, because it, it would be really cool to see, like, some kind of resurgence of that, especially now, when I don't think that people are doing it that much on, you know, on—you know, I don't think I'm don't think i going to see another AAA shoot them up anytime soon.
0: I think it's because when they try, they typically—I don't want to say fail, but don't make it a lot of money. Well, you know what? I don't want to say shoot them up, but, like, as far as a rail shooter, like a Crimson Skies, like a Panda Dragoon, you know— Nintendo put a lot of money into into Kid Icarus Uprising, and that was a fantastic fucking game. Yeah, did not sell that well.
1: Also, a lot of a lot of rail shooters and shoot 'em ups, they um, they have the same problem as match three games, is that a lot, a lot of the ones that are out there, are on mobile platforms, and are free to play.
0: Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I guess I don't play enough mobile games. Uh, I play
1: what many would consider to be too many.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, which is sad because, like, I consider you know I consider those to be some of the more satisfying types of video games out there. But you know, um, I don't know. I think that my when I think about this sort of thing, it's always going to go back to everything that's been called a, a GTA clone or a Souls like, which is a term that I'm not so sure I'm into.
0: Souls like,
1: yeah, like honestly, I'm not really into that.
0: Might I ask why? Well. How do you feel about Metroidvania?s How do you feel about roguelike? Mm-mm. Okay,
1: actually, I'm like so I, you
0: just don't want something that's named after a game.
1: I guess, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, um, because I find often that to look at them, if you look at those things critically, they don't bear that much resemblance to their namesake.
0: And, um,
1: but then, like the, at the same time, like I'm not gonna go out there and try to popularize a new term. But yeah,
0: you know, um, I just think like. But I think that when you... It's, it's, it's useful because you can immediately know what somebody means when they say that. Yeah, but you mean, know? when we talk
1: about a souls-like, though, because like I don't think that, that when people say roguelike, I don't think that many people are comparing the game that we're talking about to rogue. No, I, but
0: they're talking about the mechanics, which were born from rogue. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But
1: like at the same time, they're like, what I'm saying, though, is that a lot of times when you say souls-like, yeah, people are immediately going to compare it to Dark Souls in the way of, well... Arsenal did it better, so
0: I think that's only because it's a new term. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, obviously not new, new, sure. but like it's nowhere near as old as the term Metroidvania or Roguelike. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I
1: don't know enough about Metroid or Castlevania to really have an opinion on that. Yeah, um, in my in in and my it was my very rudimentary rudimentary understanding, um, the Metroidvania. Sounds more like it's talking about Metroid than Castlevania for the most part.
0: I mean, the term was born from Super Metroid and Symphony of the Night. Yeah. But if you want to be fair, I think people, they could just call them Metroid likes. They could That's leave the cool. Castlevania out of there and people would ma- have an understanding of it, you know. Um, because not all Metroidvanias, in fact, very few Metroidvanias have those RPG mechanics to them, Yeah, you know.
1: Which is like also like sometimes it's a misnomer too. Yeah, like even by even on the even on the part of like the developer, like Motion Twin calls uh, dead cells a Metroidvania.
0: Yeah, and I really don't think it is. I mean, I haven't played it, so I can't speak to it. But um, yeah, I mean, those terms don't bother me so much. I think that they are a bit better than some old gameplay terminology that we used. to use. I think they're better than fighting game. Yeah, you know, because fighting game can that's, mean any number of different kinds of games. games. Man. Right. like UFC games is fighting game, yeah. right? Like, uh, Boxing game. you know, shooter. Before we came up with the term first person shooter or third person shooter or vertical scrolling shooter, we just said shooter. Yeah. And that could have meant all sorts of different things, yeah. you know?
1: Uh, and it's, well, I think like, like all language, it's just contextual. And I think, yeah. you know, you're, you're talking to the right person and they know what you're talking about. Right. Um, but yeah, you kind of put me on the spot, and I wouldn't, I didn't really, I don't really know that I, I know that many games that have suffered from that. Like, well, I'm sure I do. I mean, you've named some already, yeah. you know. But like, it's just, it just, the, th- the shitty thing about it is that video, that, like, I've said it so many times, and I feel, and I, and some, in some ways, I feel like I'm being an apologist or I'm pandering, but I also feel like it's very true. Making video games is fucking hard. And sure. It just sucks because, like, you work on this video game, for however like maybe like maybe you work on it for months, maybe you work on it for years, and then just nobody pays attention to it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's sad with a lot of these games in particular because a lot of them are really good games. Yeah. You know, it's not like they made a shitty product and then everyone didn't buy it. And you it's know? always kind of
1: heartbreaking to to me to see like people who go out and like try something new. Yeah. And then it just just nobody plays it.
0: And I do think a big part of it is the time we live in where. Every day, there's a fuck ton of games coming out. Yeah. You know, we talked about it before, right? Uh, NES had between seven and eight hundred games. That's a lot of games for its entire lifespan, which was a longer lifespan than most consoles have today. Yeah. And Switch had more than that in the first year. Yeah. You know, there's a they, lot of they games just, coming they just out.
1: Fucking open the gates on that. It's easier to be buried, place, you, know? you know. Yeah. And like, cause I, I sometimes I go on the in the e shop. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, how do you find anything in here? You don't. You know, yeah, like you and, like you have to go in there and know what you're looking mm-hmm. for because like say that's the thing about the eShop. is like, and I think the PSN store is guilty of this as well.
0: Oh um, yeah, every but, digital storefront but, is guilty like of you this. look
1: at like if you don't know what you're looking for, then you're just browsing forever looking yeah. at nothing, and and it sucks because like
0: I haven't been on Epic so I, in a while, so, so I don't know. I don't think it's gonna get there. <laughs> <I don't>, well, <laughs> but, I, I, I,
1: I'm not saying it won't get there. Right now, the the the. Their storefront is so limited that it's easy to like browse it in like one sitting and be right. Eaten.
0: But myself and I think a lot of our listeners can remember a time when Humble did not have a lot of games on there, and now it's just as ridiculous as these other places, you yeah, know? Yeah, because
1: they got that they they got that IGN money.
0: Well, technically not, but yeah. <laughs>
1: well, it's it's for the shorties, but like, um, yeah, and Humble. That's another thing too is that like you'll see like that's a and like they tried like they tried to like. Ca- they they try to like do little curated lists and like categorize it in a different way, but you go in there and it's just as bad. Right. And but it didn't used to be, you know. And, and it just sucks because, like, again, you have people who
0: and 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 I don't ever want to say that there's too many video games out there. Yeah, make, um, make
1: more video games, but like at the same. But time...
0: But it is it is a problem when you can't find something. You when you can't discover. Uh, something great when the cream doesn't rise, you know. Yeah,
1: and because well, people, uh, and again, it's just like you—you you want to make like it's hard, like <clears throat> you even if you make a game that sets itself apart and has its own identity and like is just doing so many things right. Yeah, but nobody will ever find it. Like in that in that way, you get the short you get the short in the in uh, the stick because like there are so many games and we have so much choice and they make and there are so many like like say you you release your game at like ten dollars but there are so many other games that like look just similarly enough to your game that are also $10 right. that you just get lost in the shuffle. And then like, and then every once in a while, like one, like one of us comes across like a, like a, a, a remarkable game just purely by chance Right. because we just happen to see it. And like, there's no algorithm that's like, that's that great. That could point us to that stuff. like, I've come to the understanding that there are two services who don't know me at all. Netflix and, <laughs> and you do not know me at all. And because they yeah. will show you like a bunch of stuff that you, that you're not even into. Right. And then in, in the middle of that,
0: it's because you liked this. Yeah. That You must like that. Yeah. In the,
1: in the middle of that, they will show you something that you might actually like, but by the, I appreciate
0: end, the effort. Yeah. You know, uh, but I think it's also it could be better.
1: I think that there's such a thing as working hard in the wrong direction. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of that there. But
0: you know what I really like that I do wish more storefronts would do hmm. is that Sony on PSN they have this thing called Editor's Choice, right? And I yeah, don't know how good stuff. I'm not exactly sure how these games are determined, but it's these people in the industry, mm-hmm. uh, and they're like, hey, this game's really good. Yeah. Like, I, do more of that, you know?
1: I found out that me and Shuhei Yoshida have the same taste in video games. Sure. So that's pretty cool to know about me.
0: Uh, so we skipped it a few weeks. I want to get back to all the small things, Ryan. Cool. You got any small things for this week?
1: Yeah, it's a Spider-Man small thing.
0: Tell me about it. I
1: was walking down the street as Spider-Man, as one does in Insomniac Spider-Man. Sure. And someone came up to me, and they were like, hey, Spider-Man. Button prompt came up, and I gave him a high five, and that felt real cool.
0: That is cool. Yeah. There's a, there's a decent amount of little interactions with the uh, citizens of New York.
1: And that's what I've always liked about Spider-Man is just because he's like, we were, and we talked about this when we were watching Spider-Man Homecoming.
0: He's the people's hero.
1: He's, well, he's just like a regular dude. He has like regular, <laughs> like, I was like, there's a, never mind. I won't even get into it. Like, that was a <clears> little <throat> small thing. I like that.
0: I like it. Uh, I want to talk about Game Boy Tetris. Mm-hmm. The perfect Tetris. The perfect Tetris. My favorite small thing uh, in Game Boy Tetris, which is actually quite a big thing, if you really think about it, is that the well is shorter than, like, I believe any other version of Tetris.
1: Okay. What part is the well
0: again? You know, where your pieces are dropping down, it's shorter. Uh, Down well. So what this means is that pieces hit the bottom faster. Yeah. it just makes the game much harder and much more frantic.
1: And you like that.
0: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you, and. Um, you know how easy it like would be for every Tetris to come out? Like everyone that's on consoles, if there was a mode that was like, hey, which we're going to take play? out four rows yeah. and make it shorter. Why don't they
1: just do a Tetris that's like, which Tetris do you want to play?
0: No, just do it as an option. Oh. Let's make the wall shorter. There's a, a mode where the well is shorter. Yeah. You know, and that might exist. There's a lot of versions of Tetris out there.
1: There are a lot of versions of Tetris out there. But (laughs) twenty of them exist on mobile platforms.
0: But uh, yeah, shout out to Tetris on Game Boy.
1: That sounds like a really, actually, pretty big thing, Tom. That sounds like a fundamental.
0: Well, it's small because it's on a Game Boy. You see, Game Boys are small. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and I've, uh, I've missed this. What have you missed? You know, just me and you just shooting the shit.
0: Well, I got good news for you, Ryan. What's that? Since we've been recording the show, Shanae has let us know that she will not be coming. So cool. the next episode cool. will be just the two of she'll us as well. never hear me say that I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, she'll never hear she'll
1: it. She'll never know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love Shanae very much. I went to her wedding. That's yeah. how you know I love you. The day I, of my daughter's wedding. I will not go to your wedding if I do not love you. But... You know it's Ryan
0: not, look if you're listening to this show uh, and you're going to get married yeah. get on our discord get into contact with Ryan he will be there
1: uh, i have to really care about you he will be there i do you know how much bitching and moaning i did about Sinead's wedding
0: you'll have to pay his airfare or his accommodations sure. he's got that
1: actually if you if wait wait what <laughs> like how much bitching and moaning i did about Sinead's wedding how much bitching and moaning i did about brittany's wedding no nah. sure no nah, i'm not doing it again I'm doing my <clears throat> wedding and that's it.
0: What if I get married?
1: Please get married in the city limits. I do that for you. You do it for me. Okay. okay. I did that for you and me. Cause I don't want
0: to. <laughs> 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 Anyways, that's it for this week guys. Uh, check us out on discord. We got a lot of nice people in there. Yeah. Check Inst- out our Instagram. Discord's actually growing a little bit. Instagram's and,
1: uh, blowing the fuck up. <clears throat> I'm posting a lot of cool shit on Instagram. If you like video games, check out the Instagram. Yeah.
0: And, uh, We will see you next week. Later. Later.